Well, hey guys, welcome back to the Young Adult Podcast. Uh, we're continuing our conversation through this series on kind of adulting, and so excited we have guest star Brandon Wessig with us. So excited for you guys to check this out. Here we are again. So excited. Got Ethan Taylor to my left. Oh, yeah. Yep, as always. And then right in front of me, staring deep into my heart and my soul and my eyes. Look at those eyes. <laughs> <laughs> we got Brandon Wessick. What's up, Brandon? What is going on? Very happy to be here. Yeah. Very happy to be here. Don't call me a star, just friend. <laughs> okay, okay. Friend of That's the true. young adult group. That yeah. is true. Yeah. I am that no star. True. So, uh, Brandon, I usually do this. I usually open with a fun question that's Oof. not on the list. And so this is what I'm I'm Curve curious about. For, for We're shooting from us. the hip. Yep, for go. all of us. Uh, what is the best meal you've had in your entire life? Ooh, in my entire life. One of listen, the top bro. meals. <laughs> Steak and shake, triple cheese, chili <laughs> cheese Ooh. fries, Oreo milkshake, side salad with Italian. It's all for like six nineteen. <laughs> Something like that. Is the best part the, the cost? Is oh that what gosh, makes it taste yeah, better? Yeah, bro. Yeah, bro. <laughs> that's the best meal you've ever that, had. That's like my best daily meal. Uh, my best all-time <laughs> meal, man. I gotta go anywhere from like a like a steakhouse where they cook it in front of you, oh, Chipotle or yeah. something. Yeah, <laughs> a steakhouse, and you you compared it to Chipotle. Cook it in front. Of you. <laughs> I just love food way too much. Oh, Fair it's enough. too good. Well, I think about. I mean, I'm so my mom has always said this. She's like, I married a, a mama's boy, and I raised two of them, and that's about. You're about to see that right now. Okay. I adore everything my mom has ever cooked. Wow. And. So literally, I can't choose one. Anything that my mom has ever made in my life has been stellar. She she did make a breakfast casserole oh, or yeah. something that I had yeah. once, and it was like, ooh, that's that's the stuff. Yeah, and that's only the tip of the iceberg. There's there's a like deep chasm of just like amazing meals that not many people have ever experienced, and I think they're missing out. And I'm I'm praying for those people. What what's maybe one? Give us give us one, one. Um, one of your favorites, one of your tops. Okay, so she makes this thing. Oh, what does she call it? I forget what she calls it. But basically, um, oh, it's, uh, just chicken and dumplings. Literally, what it is is it's this big Some thing. Soul food. Oh, dude, oh, it no is. Doubt. It warms your soul because you get these like big, like breaded, like you know, dumpling like oh, things, yeah. and then uh, a bunch of like shredded chicken, oh, yeah. and then she like smothers it and just um, like molten cheese. Oh, and bakes it for, for so lunch long. for sure. <laughs> <laughs> it's the best because then it comes out and it's just steaming and you get like a big dumpling and a lot of chicken and all the cheese dripping. Oh, so good. I'm so, I just had lunch and I'm still, I'm like starting to get really hungry. <laughs> That's fair. That's fair. I feel like my favorite, man, you, you talked about home cooking and I'm a big mm. fan of chicken oh, and dumplings. Yeah. Um, I would say probably uh, one of my tops is Going to a Texas Roadhouse and uh, yeah. getting some good meat. It's like unlimited, like gourmet dude meat, and it's fantastic, and I love it. True, but we're not here to be food critics. <laughs> we're no. jumping into that's a conversation. our next podcast. <laughs> so <laughs> let me back. ask you this, Brandon. You're kind of into this next phase of adulting, okay? So we're all trying to figure this out. Um, you are part of the young adult group for the longest time. Tell me, what was maybe some of your favorite things about being a part of the Young Adult Group? I think some of my favorite things about being part of the Young Adult Group, um, especially that stage of life, uh, it's just, it's fun. Everything is kind of light. You're kind of preparing for the rest of your life, so you're you're looking forward to that. You're, you're making a lot of good, deep friendships. Um, and I like, Dan always uh, uses this word, there's always... Um, like you have a lot of margin kind of sometimes in your schedule. You 
could be working like some jobs, things like that. But generally, you don't have um, kids. You're not married. There's a lot of time to hang out with friends and build those relationships. Um, and it's it's almost like you're walking up to a diving board and you take your first two jumps before you like jump into the next phase. And it's just <laughs> it's exciting. I, I, I it was really an exciting time for me. And, and talk to you were there. So we, I, I don't know. I remember coming once and not seeing you there for the very f- first time, I think, back in, I don't even know when that was, maybe 15, 2015 or something. They started this young adult group. And then you, you came along a little bit later, uh, but pretty early on into it. When- mm-hmm. My first time coming to young adult group was 2016. Okay. Good year. Summer. That was a good year, wasn't it? Uh. Love that year. <laughs> uh <laughs> And we met in Dan's living room. Okay. And I will never forget the first time going to that group because um, I remember being nervous myself. Huh. Even though I think um, it was almost kind of intended I would grow up and to be a leader. And that was that was a that's a cool memory I have because I tried to never forget that when I would see somebody else coming the first time. Even if I forgot their name three weeks in a row, yeah. Ethan Taylor, yeah. which you did for me, I did. I forgot, I forgot. Hey, but how I are you? Welcome. Have you been here before? Hey, how are you? Have you been here before? But yeah, the first time I went and we uh, had played a uh, a game. It was um, like a card game where you almost like charades. Yeah, I forget what it was, but it was a great night. It was it was fun. There was probably six of us, um, and it, I enjoyed it a lot. Yeah, so, and then I watched it grow from six to six million. <laughs> well, I don't know if we're there yet, <laughs> or maybe we Come shrunk. I don't know. Uh, <laughs> We've had a few viral things. <laughs> I love it. Well, mm-hmm. uh, let let me ask you this: Maybe what's one of the biggest changes in your time that you were part of Young Adult Group that you saw? This wasn't on the list of questions that I sent you. I'm so sorry. No, you're good. Well, how many uh, years in all did you go then? So you said it's 2016. 2016 to 2020, so four four years. Yeah, four years ish. Um, yeah. So so over almost the span of to four 2021. Years, okay. So. Yeah. Something happened. So, <laughs> do you mean like a change in me or a change in the group? Let's, or yeah, that's a good, great. Qu- let's do both those. A change in me. Um, I really, for the first time, think that I got to see with my own eyes what it meant to see God build his church. Hmm. And what I mean by that is when I was very first on staff at Grace, I uh, I loved studying the Bible. I loved, like, I would just try to adhere to it word for word, which is, which is good, you know, faith. But I thought that beating people over the head with Bible verses and saying, you know, you should do this, you should do that was a way to to grow the church and get people to like kind of fall in line. Mm-hmm. But I think that at that point I was taking kind of the Otis on me to like, okay, I have to build this. This is me. And as I saw the group growing and realized that <laughs> I probably didn't have as much to do with that as I thought I did. Oh wow. <clears throat> and um so so it changed in me what I I guess what I learned is God does build his church. I had a conversation with Dan in his office one time, um, and I don't remember it word for word, but the it changed. That conversation changed my life because Dan taught me that it's through grace and love um, that people come to Jesus, and I think that I forgot that myself. Um, and it was 
it was a kind of a paradigm shift, I guess, for me in the way that I shared the gospel with others, the way that I viewed uh, people other than myself inside, outside the church. Um, and it changed everything about how I viewed how much God is working and growing his church and loves people. What was the second question? I, I, well, one, that's awesome. Like, yeah. kindness leads to repentance. Is so easily forgettable for some mm-hmm. reason. Mm-hmm. And you yeah. and I, we won't talk about this, but even you and I one time in Dan's yard almost got into an argument because I'm like, <laughs> I, I, won't, I won't even say it, but it, I was like indignant about some stuff. And I look back now and I'm like, oh my gosh, I was so off the mark. Huh. You realize you can step on each other's toes as you do life together and <laughs> you just <laughs> learn to love. But yeah, here we are all these years later. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it is kind of crazy. So, so the other thing uh, that we, we were thinking of is what's the biggest change you've seen in the group? Oh, in the group. Yeah, yeah. I would just say, I, I mean, the growth, everything goes through phases. Nothing is forever. So you, you have a group of people there in the beginning. It grows. Some people fall off. Some people come mm-hmm. in. Um, but I would say servanthood within the group. Um, seeing people step up and put chairs out, put chairs away, uh, take responsibility for like food or holding the door, greeting. And it's, it's very cool when you see people's personalities and the way that they've been made um, or designed and just kind of fill some of those roles. And, and watching people go from, okay, I'm going to be closed off because I don't know these people, to being like, yo, something's going on, I need prayer. Or, hey, can we talk about this? Or let's have this conversation. Mm. And just seeing relationships being formed. Mm. It's cool. I love that. Mm. All right, last last question, at least off the script, at least up to this point, <laughs> that I was thinking of is... Um, Every question's been off the script so far. I know, I'm so sorry. <laughs> I think of them as we get talking. Yeah. I, so, man, I remember um, you were one of the first people I met at Young Adult Group. First time coming in there, nervous, like you were saying. And uh, I remember as we started getting to know each other better, uh, one thing you amazed me at is your relationship with people. Mm-hmm. And I always felt like you brought in somebody new every week. Like every week there's like, hey, I met this guy at the gym. I met this guy uh, at, I don't, I was going to say the YMCA, which is the same thing. Uh, or more or less, but you would always figure out ways to meet people and invite them to young adult group. Can you talk a little bit to that, that um, heart you had to bring people in, what that was like? Um, how you Yeah. <laughs> well, first of all, thank you for, for saying that. I, I appreciate that. Um, just, it's always just been who I am. I, not always, but for as long as I can remember, um, just becoming friends with people and then bringing them along, you know? Uh, I feel so blessed to have a relationship with God and with Jesus, and um, it's easy to forget that in the day-to-day. But, I mean, when hard times come, you, like, have something to lean on. And um, I don't know. I just I want people to have that. I want people to have a relationship with Jesus. Um, and I... I'm not going to go into some like dissertation, how to do that, how to be friends. But like, to me, it was never awkward. I would just see somebody who would start chatting. Hey, what's up? What you doing? If they asked me or if I asked them and then, Hey, if you're not free, I'm, I'm, I'm hanging out on Sunday. I go to church. You want to come? And I'm going to just say something to everybody that's listening. 
everybody, I don't care who you are, is looking for some sort of community. Mm-hmm. It's true. I mean, it, the people that you don't think that are looking for community are looking for community. It's, wow. it's, it's the truth. I mean, um, I mean, I could drop specific names. I mean, I don't know. I just met people in life, and we got the chatting, and uh, just, just your just big heart, straight up, just <laughs> I just chatted and was like, "Yo, I'm coming to church. You want to come? To church? I, I do this, and yeah. mm-hmm. okay, <laughs> you know, I, I, I awesome. the, you could put a method to it. You probably couldn't, could, couldn't. I don't know, but it's just when you're friends with somebody and you care about them, they realize that. Yeah, and if you're. Go ahead. Well, I was going to say, I think there's something to it. Brandon, from knowing you and and seeing exactly like what Ethan described, like on a, on a week-to-week basis almost, going to young adults, like a new person, there was like, there's always this, man, I wish I could do that. But then even hearing you talk now, knowing your, your personality and how you function, it's like there's not any aspect of it that's like mystical or magical. Like, I don't know if like, you know, like in your mind, like you look at, you know, that sort of like passion of yours to go and like just see people and bring them along like you probably wouldn't even say there's any like magical mystical oh you gotta if say you this te- chant. if you teach me guitar i'll teach you the secret yeah but yeah like it, it, there's that part of it. like i don't know like you even said like there's not like you can't really put a method or, or anything to it it's just kind of going and doing am i right in saying that you're, you're right and again i i appreciate that because i i think it's true i don't think there's anything you and I aren't friends because of some magical, mystical thing. Yeah. I think that when you start looking at people as people, it, a person's a person. Mm-hmm. You know, you get to know them. They get to know you. You care about them. They care about you. And uh, I still think that I have a lot. To, I mean, I forgot Ethan's name three weeks in a row. <laughs> you know? You know? But, but yeah, I mean, I think you're right. It's just... Mm-hmm having fun meeting people yeah know? and there's there's a part of it too so one of the things that you mentioned that i found to be interesting was that you you said it's every person needs community and you see that and like in the, in the heart of it um i think so, sometimes like you know we we see a ministry like young adults on a sunday and it's easy to think man we just got to get 10 more people All we right. got to get 50 more people can we get right. 50 more people can we grow can we double our size which that's cool like yeah it'd be great to see like group the size grow um but not just for the sake of, oh, we need to get more and more people here um, just to grow our numbers so people are like, look at how great that group is. Like, I see your heart behind it, man. And I'd even say, you know, I see that in, in Ethan, the way you lead that part of like, no, I see people have this need for community, especially at this phase of life. How can we bring them into that? Mm-hmm. Yeah, we're not just trying to count people, but we realize people count yeah. like that mentality. I love that. I, I, I would I would add one thing on it too. It's easy to bring people somewhere when you're excited about it as well. You know, mm-hmm. I mean, um, even outside of church, there's events that are just cheesy. You know, you go, to, it, it, you could go to something, and it's just like this is kind of boring to be at. You know what I mean? Whether it be a bad movie, a bad, I don't know, anything. Yeah. You know, it. it I really looked at young adults as something that I was never embarrassed or scared to invite somebody to because we went and we had fun. I mean, volleyball yeah. is great. And people, just to, to go off your last community thing, like I think people sometimes don't even realize that they need it mm-hmm. or realize, you know, listen, I, I'm a guest friend coming about the next stage of life. I'm just a huge I still want to play volleyball. <laughs> Bro, listen, if there was a volleyball night here, I wouldn't be doing the podcast. Yeah, right. <laughs> but real talk, it's like 
were never above just having fun and getting together. I mean, yeah. there was people doing cannonballs and pool and playing kickball. Yeah. Bruh, I'm trying to go out and pull a muscle and play kickball right yeah. now. <laughs> yeah. I love it. Let me let me ask you this, Brandon. Um, during that young adult phase of life, what was the most challenging part for you? Or what was some challenge? That's that's a great question, and I think that I'm going to go off my first answer about it's kind of you're on the diving board to the next phase. I think sometimes we can lose patience about what's coming next. We want to have our career. We want to graduate. We want to have a relationship. We want to have money. We want to have – and I think we have to get to a point that there's always probably going to be something that we do want, and if we're always focused on that, we're going to miss the now, mm. you know? Um, and I learned that going through that phase. There's a ton of things that I want right now, but now the things that I've acquired, I don't think I was ready to have them then. And looking back, hindsight's twenty twenty, huh. and as hard and as much as I prayed for some of those things, God was doing work in my mind and in my heart to prepare me for what he's given me. And I feel very blessed for what I have. Um, and so I would say patience. Yeah. Was, was that, what was the actual question again? I think what was answer. one of the hardest things that you had to, as yeah. a young adult, what was some challenges? Yeah, just, just being being and staying patient. And there's still a ton of things that I ask God for on a daily basis that I, I'm, I don't know, you know, maybe God's teaching me, maybe God's growing me, but we need to learn that I look back when I was 18, I thought I was a mature adult. And then I was 25, I was looked back at 18, I'm like, man, I was not a mature adult. Now that I'm 31, I look back at what I thought when I was 25. And I think that we can, and this is something I've really, really learned and coming from my heart. And I shared this with two friends this week. I think that we can really over-exaggerate what we think we're ready for and prepared for when God's like, hey, pump the brakes, be patient. Mm -hmm. I'm teaching you something. Um, Yeah. I love that. Mm. Um, Patience. Here's the last thing, last thing. Yeah. I learned this recently. Patience and wisdom hold hands. If I were to rush into some of the things that I thought I was prepared mm. for back then, I can guarantee you I would be looking back saying, what were you doing? Yeah. And and mm. I'm very grateful that God protected me in many ways from a lot of things because I think that there's people my age now that would look at my life and be like, oh, my gosh, like, oh, I had this at your age or you should be there. And I look back and I'm like, or, or now I'm like, God, thank you for where I'm at. And it's hard. Believe me. It's very, very hard sometimes. Uh, so I think I never met you when you were 20. I almost wish I did. <laughs> um, I feel like I'd be kind of fun. be on this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> but um, you think about 20, 19, 20 years old, you have all these dreams. You're kind of running into the I still future. have dreams. Well, yeah, I hope you have dreams. I think that's good. <laughs> that's for how did as a twenty year old, I'm sure you would look at me and say, Not everything went exactly how I dreamed, uh, that I'd be at where I'm thirty one. How did you navigate dreams, disappointments, uh, hopes, all that? Uh, I would say I've had a few large disappointments in my life and I would never discredit diminish or reduce anybody's thoughts or feelings about what they're going through what i've gone through but a verse that i always think about and not even because it's a christian bible church grace church you know adults podcast is james it's uh 
consider it pure joy whenever you face trials of any kinds, because you know, the testing of your faith develops perseverance. And from a very young age, I, I've, I think that I've had a very unique or God really did work on my heart. And I always was able in my frustration with God and my frustration with life to, to really think that, okay, I'm going through this cause God's preparing me for something. And, and God knows the end from the beginning and going through frustrations. I'll just be real with you. It sucks. It's hard. It's irritating. It's frustrating. Um, it's also life. And life is hard and not everything goes according to our plan. But I, I firmly do believe that if we follow God and we follow the spirit and pray that the outcome of, of our lives is, is going to be good, even if we can't see it now. Mm-hmm. Um, one of the things that, uh, I've thought about that uh, I admired a lot about you is how long you stayed in group. Um, you stayed until kind of the cutoff <laughs> almost, which which almost sounds Don't bad. let them lie to you. They kicked me out. <laughs> they're, they're, they're trying to be nice. That's not true. <laughs> um, but why did you stay as long as you did? Well, it's a great question, and they didn't kick me out. Um, <laughs> Young adults, uh, unless it changed, I think is 18 to 29. Um, I'd been coming to Grace Church. I started my what's, uh, junior year in high school. But anyway, I just for some reason uh, was in college, ended up going to Moody, kind of getting a degree from there. And when I graduated there, um, I was already kind of leading a, a Bible study that met here with some guys on Tuesday morning at like some unrealistic hour. I can't believe people showed up. Um, and it was, I, I started an adult group around, I guess like 25, 26 or something. I didn't, I didn't get in at 18, but also they didn't have it when I was 18. So if I were in at 18, I would probably still be part of it. Um, but I, I started a little bit later, uh, with my leadership and, and things like that. But I will tell you that, and I'm just speaking from the heart, without young adult group, um, without Grace Church in general, without some of the people I was leading with, I mean, God, it was it was like I was a bowling ball going down a bowling alley with, uh, or a, an alley with like the, the little guardrails put up. Like being in Christian community really helped me to to pursue Jesus and and things like that. So it's like I wanted biblical community and I didn't want to leave that because I had fun, but it was also helping me pursue Jesus better. Um, now being out of like weekly leadership and serving and things like that, I'll tell you, it is very difficult. And I do feel a sense of loss and it is harder to follow Jesus because Jesus is made in shows up in community, manifest mm-hmm. in community. I, I will, I will always say that till the day that I die, that you see Jesus most in community and mm-hmm. That goes back to one of the very first questions I answered: is watching God build His church. Um, when I, yeah, I stayed because I didn't want to leave. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> did you Did you ever have like any? I'm curious, like moments like in the midst of going to young adults, where maybe you felt like this, like calling your heart to maybe leave early, or like were there any like seasons or times where you were like, 
uh, it'd just be easier to like not show up on a Sunday night or for whatever that's, reason, or even if not, like, what would you say to a person who maybe does walk through that? That's a, that's a great question. I think, you know, we all, anybody has a thought or a feeling here and there. It's like, Hey, this is rough. This is hard. I'm tired. Mm-hmm. The general, the general trend, um, I really, really enjoyed it. Yeah. it the time was there, the time that I was there. And then even leaving, I really only left because I was be- starting to age out of it. Yeah. You know, I, I started feeling a disconnect. But what I mean by that, let me premise that. I don't want anybody to leave because they feel like, okay, I'm 26. I, I shouldn't be here. I, I was literally on the cusp, 30, 31, yeah. you know, and, and there were great leaders that were leading that as, as a team. I think this 26 year olds, you can learn from somebody older than you and you can learn from an 18 year old hmm. and 18 year olds. You can teach 26 year olds and you can learn from 14 year olds. And I'm not just saying that as just, it's a good thing to say. Um, I stayed there because I promise you, I learned something every single week, probably more than the people I was leading. I would mm-hmm. watch John Dornhecker. Am I allowed to drop names? <laughs> you already did. <laughs> I, I watched some of the some of the ways he answered some biblical questions, and it blew my mind. I'm like, oh my gosh, yeah. like God's working. I didn't want to leave that. I didn't want to be ever not a part of that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, there was obviously times where I'm like, okay, this is a this is a rough couple weeks. Community 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 doesn't seem to be building but that happens i mean mm-hmm. a ceo of a company that's making a billion dollars there's probably days he doesn't want to wake up and go to work right? yeah. there was never there was never a trend of me not wanting to be part of it yeah i think that's what i admire so much is uh i think a lot of people leave too soon um, absolutely and make them contract contractually obligated yeah <laughs> <laughs> well you can think about the good old days of being a young adult and when you first came and mm. oh man the group was always set up like this and that's when i fell in love with it and then it starts to shift and change and you start to get older and you're like well i don't feel like it's the same thing it's not as good as mm. the good old days the good old days and we just continue to go back to the good old days and i think i admired the fact that you're like no the good old days are every day like <laughs> actually the days keep getting better because I keep getting new people, I keep getting introduced, I keep getting to see what God's doing in the day and age in which we live, or this moment in time. I remember a night, uh, actually, that we were talking about the good old days, I don't know. I, I remember a night looking up at the stars, you're already shaking your One head. One of my favorite know. nights, probably, of my life, honestly. Yeah. Wow. At least in ministry life in general for that, but... And, and we were just, it was me, you, and uh, Ben, I think. We were out sitting at Dan's house, and most people had left at this point. And uh, you just look over at me, and you go, man, dude, God put us in this moment and this time to get to do what we get to do and be with the people that we get to be with. And how cool is this? And I never want to take it for granted. I just remember going, man, I hope I feel like that every week. Yeah. Like, And I don't, but I hope That's I true. do. Yeah. Uh, there's a there's a beauty and a power to that um, that I admired a lot. Yeah, just just to tail end off that, you started about the the differences in young adult group and the good old days, things like that. It, it's true, nothing ever lasts forever, but change is good, and you can find something good in that. And so, yeah, I think back to the different seasons of young adult groups and all the the leaders we had and the fun we had. 
but the consistent thing was seeing people grow, you know, um, and, and seasons come and go just like life. I'm in a different phase of life than I was then. I don't enjoy it any more, any less, because I really try to have that mentality that we talked about that night is you're here for this moment in this moment. And life, <laughs> life is short, man. And uh, it's important that we make the most of all of our opportunities. Yeah. True. Yeah. Let, let me ask you this, Brandon. Um, what's one thing you wish you would have known back then that you know now? Life takes time, and and um, I think I was so arrogant, thought I knew it all. I really thought I knew it all. I thought I knew who I was. I thought I knew who Jesus was. I thought I knew who I would marry, what job I would have, things like that. And now I wake up every single day, and this is honest to God truth, excited to see what's going to happen. I thought that I had everything planned out. Everything was good. It was my plan according to how I wanted mm. it done, when I wanted it done. And I know that sounds all fine and dandy, but I'm going to be so serious. When you relinquish control of your life and your wants and to say, okay, God, I'm just, I'm going to follow you. I'm going to be who you want me to be. There's a freedom and an excitement in that that is, it's exciting. And, and even in the hard times, you're, okay, well, maybe this isn't what I'm supposed to be doing. But I, I wish I would have known back then the freedom of saying okay i'm just gonna i'm gonna pursue god follow god i'm gonna work hard at what i think i should work hard at but if it doesn't work out take it with a grain of salt because there are bigger fish to fry than (laughs) if you think you should have a degree with a concentration in this and then go do that and for five years i'm gonna do this get this yada yada, yada. listen god has a plan pursue it because when when it's according to your plan when things don't work out you get ticked and life is too short. And seriously, life's too short to be ticked off and angry walking around because your plan didn't work out. Yeah. And and so, um, hmm. now I mean, real talk. I, I'm excited to see what the day is gonna bring, every day, and um, I really. And am. that's real talk. A real talk, bro. <laughs> Should rename the podcast Real Talk. <laughs> Listen, if you name this Real Talk, I want royalties. <laughs> <laughs> I want royalties. Honestly, whoever's listening to this, I just do want to say, like, we all have a different perspective, things like that. But these are the things that I've learned and I love that I get to convey. Because yeah. there was a night in Young Adults where Pastor Bob would come, he came and talked, and he just gave life advice. And I mean, it's a million times better than anything that I could ever say, think on this podcast. But life is just short. In in uh, we just have got to cherish the moments and um when things don't work out the way you want them to work out there's a there's a reason Mm. and uh just keep moving forward seriously Mm. i love that i love that Mm. what's uh what's god been pressing into you in this new season this new phase life i would say (laughs) it's just so funny because we talked about community but right now being 31 not being overly close to a lot of like the guys I went to college with, things like that, or or not coming to church and serving every day, the the need for community. And I uh I would say that most of these answers inside outside of a of a church podcast, but community is important. 
it really, really is. When you're doing life alone, um, it's just not good. And so I need to find probably some some community that is uh, kind of like what we used to have as a leadership team. Um, but that that really is is what God has been pressing into my life is finding community. Where should I get plugged in? Um, and using everything I've learned um, to to listen, grow, serve, lead wherever I'm at. And then we'll just end with one last question. Is that cool? Brandon, I appreciate it. Two more, two more, two more. Two more? I want a curveball. Oh, you want a curveball? He wants a curveball. Wow. Winding up. Um, Man, now you you threw two at me. Mm. Um, Give the people what they want. (laughs) Let let me ask you this. Uh, What's one piece of advice you'd give to young adults right now that are listening? Man, we've already had so much good advice. I, mean, I know. My, mm. my, my good advice muscle is tired. <laughs> I, 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 I would say this. I really would say this. It is so simple to put your relationship with God on your back, on the back burner, to sacrifice kind of what you believe for, for what you want. Um, I think that Satan promises us fun while God promises us fulfillment. And, uh, I was journaling a few months ago and kind of thought about that line, but do not give up on following God. Let me tell you, there's a lot of things in my life that I feel like I don't have because of my relationship with God. And if I were to be completely honest with you, I'm glad that I don't have them, even though it would probably make my life a little bit more fun. Um, Just keep following God. Really, keep following God. Peace mm. out. <laughs> I love that. Yeah. That's well, that's awesome stuff. So good. I was going to say, I think it's it's really helpful, especially as, you know, I think of some of the people listening to this maybe are at a similar phase to where you're at, kind of like, you know, starting to bridge that divide as they're moving out. Maybe some people who are a little bit newer even to young adults kind of looking forward to where can God use me? Why am I even here? Like you're talking about that, like the here and now, the day to day. What's it a part of like, you know, in this season of life, how can I make the most of it? And I don't know if I speak for Ethan. I think you really did a great job. Like, Brandon, that's the reason we have you here. Is like, and it's cool to see you almost like as a guy who's like, yeah, you you you're striving after being faithful to God through the seasons of life that you find yourself in. Um, and so, yeah, I appreciate that. Well, thanks for having me. It's been my pleasure. I'm available. <laughs> Chick Fil A, right there. Chick Fil A. My pleasure. <laughs> my pleasure. My pleasure. <laughs> that's awesome. I love Sweet. it. Anything else to add, Ethan? I. I think we about covered it until next time. Until we might have time. to do a part two of this conversation Ooh, with Brandon. I agree. If this gets 1,500 likes, <laughs> 1,200. Hit that like button. Subscribe. That cringe just I might come back. <laughs> <laughs> Very cool. Well, hey, thanks for tuning in, guys. We'll catch you guys in the next episode.